Yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? J Street vibes. You know them vibes, baby. We back up in this thing. It's your boy, Kenny Caraway. And it's the one and only, well, the one of many, Jason Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> one of many. Uh, yeah, Jason Jones is pretty good. Although I'll say this, you are the only Jason Jones I know. So, oh, that's surprising. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. As long as I was in school, there was always two of us, and usually the other one acted way worse than me. So at some point, I'd be in the office for what the other one did. <laughs> that's all bad. That's and all one time, bad. the other Jason was a girl, which was very interesting. What? Now, I've met girls named Jason. Yeah, I've so. never. No, I was just about. I was first thing that came to my head was Jason's lyric, but obviously, lyric was Jada Pickett Smith. So yeah, never, never met a woman girl uh named jason yeah that would so be first yeah but uh hey we might have a first with the kings we might have almost an almost a complete team almost we getting there um first of all before that they played on saturday and jason look um is it i'm i'm not really looking into you know the scrimmage that much i want to see them you know play well whatever whatever it's not even really a big deal just want really want health but I came out of that saying the Milwaukee Bucks might just win the goddamn NBA championship. I mean, they are low-key warrior-esque when they're hitting from three. Like, they're they're crazy. Like, everybody's in. Now, they hit everything on Saturday. It felt like, at least, especially in that, yeah, they, like, uh, yeah, they pr- second quarter game. Sprint. It but, felt like they were, like, 16 to 25 or 29 or something at one point from three, which is oh ungodly. Gosh. You know, it, but and I mean, it, but it's, in, it's, it's inside basketball here, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a genius. If they shoot threes like that, I don't see anybody winning, beating them. I mean, yeah, that's that's that, 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 that's deep anal, you know, <laughs> that's why you come to J. analytics right there. Yeah, you know, if they make if they, shots, if, they're going to win the NBA. If they can make sixty percent of their threes, they're probably going to beat most teams. <laughs> but, but but the crazy but, but thing they, is, it feels they, like they can do it. Yeah, they but they won't be like playing that. the Kings either in the playoffs. So I mean, there's that. Yeah, but that's just they, what they, they do, though. Like, that's uh, but what I they mean, do. last time we saw him before the stuff got shut got shut down, that man down in L.A., you know, had a little something to say about that. I mean, he did, but we saw them when they was in Milwaukee playing that man down in L.A. and Giannis was all on top of his head. Pause. Well, well, that game also came at the end of a road trip for you know, last game of a long <laughs> trip for the Lakers. All I know is that when it, when it came time to turn up. LeBron said, "Let me take that man. Bring it on. Bring it on." And the and the 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 analytics defensive player of the year was getting cooked on that end because he could he couldn't check him. So, well, look. Here's the thing about it, and it's not it's not you. It just kind of reminded me of something when stuff like that happens. Like, so for instance, the Lakers and the Lakers looked great that weekend. Don't get it twisted. It looked great. But when people um, talk about like. The last game that happened, they'd be like, we see what happened that last time they played. Da, 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 da. Okay, nobody said if they met in the finals, it would be a sweep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, either way, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, LeBron, he went to work on the Clippers. Yes, LeBron, will, if they played in a series, yes, LeBron would win at least one, two, maybe three games in a series. Nobody said it's going to be a sweep. The whole thing is about can they win in seven games? And that's, it just, people do that often. That's just what it reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is there's all those hidden factors in a regular season game. There's, like I said, you know, the first time the Lakers went to Milwaukee, that's the end of a trip. Maybe you catch mm-hmm. a team in the middle of a trip. Maybe you catch a team when, you know, you can't, 
it's a it's a different animal with the playoffs, which I think why this this stretch why why these eight games for the Kings are big because this is the closest they've ever been to the playoffs. Right. <laughs> so right. they need to see how things are ramped up this time of year and the intensity they have to play with. And maybe you go forward to next season and say, you know what? The way we had to get ready for those last eight games, we got to come out game one, 2020-21, playing like that from the jump. We can't just right. come out and try to coast. Right. So this is, this is a good little introduction to not playoff basketball with these next eight games, but just the intensity needed to get to the playoffs. Right. Now, I, I that's I know we had talked about it before, um, you know, a few weeks, a few weeks before, but it was just so essential uh, t- to get invited to Orlando, whether, however, you know, if it was a Zion special or whatever the case may be, get into that bubble, get that spotlight on you and get that experience, get those reps, you know what I'm saying? For somebody like a De'Aaron Fox, even, you know, he's not young or nothing like that, but a Buddy Hill, getting that type of um, feel and being in that type of environment and getting that under your belt going into hopefully what we think is going to be a normal year next year and, you know, having that experience. I know it was just a scrimmage, but um, you look at Milwaukee, and Milwaukee is like, I don't even know if Giannis is going to play this third scrimmage. Let's make sure that we, like, find our groove in this uh, in this second scrimmage here, in the second quarter, whatever the case may be. And they turned it up. Like, they turned it up a notch and was, like, was not playing. And they went to another level where the Kings maybe just – didn't even like a De'Aaron Fox was like, oh, okay, this there is another level here, and we've got to be ready to step up to that. So it's all learning experience. Yeah, and man. the thing it's all is, about getting yeah. reps, and man. there's also the fact, also the fact that they didn't have some key parts of their team too. So I'm not gonna, oh, yeah, you know, think sure. Kent Kent Bazemore made a point that if you got Alex Lynn or Rashawn at the rim, maybe your wing guys aren't helping off as much, and maybe those some you know, so maybe you might shut down some of those threes. So like I said, to me, the big thing about Saturday was. De'Aaron Fox said he felt good. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to watch the scrimmage and be like, oh, see, they're doomed. They can't stop the three. I'm like, guess what? Uh, about 90% of the teams in the league struggle with Milwaukee. So, <laughs> that's, you know, and, and talk about a, a, a nice little tough draw to test you out on offense. You get Miami, mm. you get Milwaukee, and then you get the Clippers, you know, <laughs> yeah. in your final scrimmage. So Your, your settings are already at uh... – all Madden to to start the scrimmage. Yeah, and then when you don't have all your bo- you know all your players, all your bodies out there. You, you just got to work on things. I think in, in Sunday morning talking to Luke Walton, he said that in a normal situation, tomorrow you know, uh, when this, this drops Monday, scrimmage would be a, a dress rehearsal. But mm-hmm. with so many guys coming back, you know Harrison Barnes, who he said has looked good in his workout on Sunday, and he never had developed any symptoms of the coronavirus. So he feels good. So, this, you yes. know, Harrison That's might play. You got to integrate Rashawn in a little bit. So he said that you can't really treat it as a dress rehearsal for everyone, you know, but he's going to try to get some guys some, some good minutes, you know, some decent minutes, and you see what you do from there. So, like I said, I, you know, I know people are like, oh, my God, they can't stop the three. I'm like, this is practice. This is exactly why they don't let, they don't let people watch practice because if you see the second unit beat the first unit in practice, you'd be like, Oh God, no. Oh God. They're horrible. You know? So this is, I'm just, I, my, like I said, my takeaway was De'Aaron Fox felt good. Yeah. You know, let's go on from there. And that was, that was big time because, um, I woke up 
on Saturday at like 9.30. And anybody that has followed, um, you know, J Street Vibes and what's going on, I'm still without TV. Now we'll all end, you guys are hearing this on Monday, it'll all end later on today. All right, Cable Man is coming. That will be done. I'll be able to watch any and everything I want to, right? But I couldn't watch the Kings game, right? So, you know, I went through some back channels, you know what I mean? I went to a couple dark webs, right? And um, got there in the second quarter. And lo and behold, I see number five out there. I didn't expect that. I was like, this is a win already. You know what I mean? <laughs> to see this man out here. So I, I was pleasantly surprised. Like you said in your piece on, on The Athletic, he said he was 100%. said he was feeling good. So you couldn't mess up my Saturday after that. And coupled that with Friday, talking about Harrison was on the on the jet to Orlando. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. The cavalry is coming, is coming back together right now. So it's a good spot. Yeah, nothing to worry about. I should say nothing to worry about, but... Given the previous few days when it just seemed like all was falling apart, I think Saturday was a win for the Kings. <laughs> yes. it, it wasn't a win. Overall, that was a win for the Kings. I can't. I, I don't see how you can, you know, be bothered or too overly concerned because I think uh, if they get the group back together, they got to light their chances. You know, once play starts on starts on sorry Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, Jason? I, I thought this when they were playing, you know, before the break. And I'm, I'm seeing it now and I'm just getting some kind of vibes. Uh, this team is really deep. Now, I know we heard a lot of that in the offseason leading into last year or this year. See, it's so confusing. But in that offseason when they got Trevor Ariza and Deadman, everybody's like, oh, they're so deep. And turn to come to find out they weren't as deep as everybody thought they were. But now <laughs> with the additions of a Kent Bazemore and Alex Lynn. And um, you got uh, Daquan Jeffries showing that he can play out there. You, you put in, a, um, um, I'm forgetting one other person. Well, just kind of how Rashawn Holmes is playing when he's able to get back. Harry Giles getting into the rotation. Now, when you get Holmes back, you get Harrison back, you get um, De'Aaron Fox back and get Corey Joseph where he's supposed to be. Now you're really going 10, 11 deep, and you have a second unit with a Buddy Heald out there, with the Harry Childs, with the Kim Bazemore, that can really, I don't, I, I'm not going to go out, jump out the window and say dominate, but they can go to work on other teams' second units. I, I really believe that. With Like I said, with Bays and Buddy alone, you have offense, you got defense with Bazemore. Then you got Harry Giles with energy and all that. Like, they can go with that second unit. And it's something that I think you see a lot because they get, it's happened even when they were, uh, when the league was still going on. And now even in these scrimmages, like they get down early, but when the other team goes to the subs, there's not a whole lot of drop off with that King's second unit. And they're able to close gaps. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm just kind of excited about the depth and that uh, Corey Brewer. That's who, who else I was thinking about. I'm just kind of excited about the depth that this team may have going into the to the start of that regular season, man. Yeah, they're not the L.A. Clipper deep, but they don't have to be <laughs> L.A. Clipper deep. They got to be – it can't it can't be a situation where, where those guys come in, all, it all falls apart. And to me, a big part of that is having Buddy in that group because before what you lacked was a, you know, was a, was a score, a guy who right. was like, you know what, we put him in, he's just going to score, score, score. So you put him with that second group, that changes the dynamic, and they can play, you know, play like a, a matchup game. If they need, they need a big, big. They can go with Alex Lynn. 
You know, mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. me, the biggest example of what Alex Lynn gives you is when they played the Clippers and they went against Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. And I've said, I don't know, forever, I love the way Trez plays, but if you just stand there and put your hands up, it's not like Trez is going to go Olajuwon on you. He ain't going to hit you with three or four moves. Just play straight up. And right. when Alex got in the game, Alex played him straight up, and Alex did a good job to the point where Trez, you know, Got a little bit in his feelings, you know. Got a little frustrated. Wanted to do the little, the little. I call it the fake basketball fight, you know. <laughs> the fake little shove. Hold me you know? back. Let me go. Let me go. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. Let me go. There's only a few guys who actually would say let me go and mean it. I mean, and <laughs> I don't know if Trez is one of them dudes, but I do know one of those guys is James Johnson, former king. Oh, who, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with James Johnson. Just, you know, people should know that. You know, you see him on the street, pay your respects. Don't If you're going to try to test yourself against an athlete, James is not the one. I don't recommend testing yourself against anyone. It's kind of childish. But for those, you know, if, if, if someone's dumb enough to try to test someone for being an athlete, I hope they test James Johnson or they try to steal J.R. Smith's car or vandalize it. I mean, that, that's who they need to run into. They need to catch them hands. Immediately. But back back, back to me from advocating violence, and I apologize, that it, violence is not the answer. If someone's trying to vandalize your car, you don't have to go <laughs> J.R. Smith. You may call the authorities. But I had no problem with J.R. did, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> JR laid the smack down. <laughs> JR, JR had them hands for that guy. Yeah, you come on, destroy my car? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like we said, they're getting people back, not tripping off that scrimmage in Milwaukee, against Milwaukee, not in Milwaukee. But, um, you know, the next scrimmage that they have is against the Clippers, and Clipperland is crazy right now, bro. Oh, <laughs> Clipperland yeah. is crazy. We got, we got um, you know, about four guys going home for family reasons, um, and one of them is, is hanging out. Jack Harlow, what's popping? Down in Magic City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Jason, Lou Will, Lou Will, what, what are we doing, man? And Jack Harlow. I mean, this is this is Mo Bamba, uh, a Mo Bamba classic here. We got to put it on the gram, though. We get you with Lou Will. I mean, the whole world knows, you know, what's going on with this pandemic and the bubble and everything that's going on. We we just had to get a get a selfie on on IG stories, huh? Yeah, huh. that's that's this new generation. They don't know how to. They can't, can't have a memory. They got to have visual proof of the memory, even if it messes up somebody else's situation. Right. I, 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 got, I got a rule. If I don't post to the picture, don't be going and taking my picture and posting it. Look, if, if I'm not looking at your camera, I may not right. want to be photographed. It may not, I may not be doing anything wrong, you know, but true, you know, <laughs> hey, it, it's a common courtesy, you know. <laughs> you know, before I post someone, I'll ask them. I'm like, hey, I'm posting the picture from such and such. Is right. anybody in this picture who wants to post to be in this picture? Right. Before I, I go, you know, so I, you would I think it's common limited. sense, though. You would think, like, no, it's, it's Jack really Harlow not. talking about he's in the section with the Cardinals, you know what I mean? So he knows, you know, some of these guys shouldn't be on the gram. He knows sports. He knows who Lou Will plays for. He knows what he's doing. I'm sure he talked to him. They're in the same section. He talked to him, like, yo, what's going on? You're out of the, the bubble. What's up? What's up? And you just, oh, okay, you're out of the bubble. Let me post you up here in Magic City. I like Jack Carlo. What's popping is one of the top three songs of the summer. But come on, fam. Come on. You got to do better. Yeah, than I that. don't know nothing about Jack Harlow. Uh, a couple of his. I, I made the mistake of using a figure of speech on Twitter where I said he tried to make him. He made himself famous for posting that. And I had two of Jack Harlow's fans tell me that I need to educate myself. because <laughs> Jack Harlow was already famous. 
I'm like, and I'm like, it's a figure of speech, (laughs) people. Tupac used it. I can make you famous. Uh, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin was always going to make somebody's ass famous. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I am sorry to have offended the Jack Harlow hive, you know, both of them dudes (laughs) who who got at me. I'm sorry. You know, you know, I'm sure dudes. I'm just saying it was two dudes who was really offended that I use that. So I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure Jack has a promising, flourishing career and it'll only get better and better with this incident. You know, I'm pretty sure nobody hanging out with him was going to trust his camera. You know, <laughs> like, bro, put your phone down. Put your phone down. It's like you, you know. It's if like, you're under you know, 30, I might not trust your your camera in general. They, 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 they've proven to just be doing some wild stuff at this point. So. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird dichotomy. Either they're young or they're like 50 and up and they do that shit. <laughs> it's like it's like, bro, you don't have to hit record on everything. <laughs> Go to Facebook Live with everything. <laughs> hey, man, look, we're at the club and look at this, man. <laughs> if you don't put take you in your starch jeans and your hard bottom shoes and turn your <laughs> damn phone off, please, bro. People trying to chill. They don't want to, you know. You know, yeah, remind man. me of that movie from the theme from the wash when uh Trey D's up in the living room about the census bureau call. He like, Man, who all up in there, man? He like, Yeah, Trey D here and and Trey he like, Hold up, man, hold up. I don't know who you're talking to. I don't right. know the, you know. Everybody don't need to know where I be at. Just chill with yeah. that. Chill. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I just yeah, I, I don't get it. And look. Anybody that follows me on the socials, you guys know I'm, you know, I'm good for a good selfie here and there. I'm good for an IG story um, here and there. Don't get it twisted. I'm not anti-social media, but I, I got, I got, I know the rules, man. There's, there's rules to this whole game, man. And uh, Jack Carlo wasn't following him. He wasn't following him. There's ten rules to this game, but I share with you too. <laughs> the people, let me stop. I'm not. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, so hey, yeah, man. I mean, it, 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 the, the 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 greatest thing to come out of this whole thing, well, Lou got hit with that ten day quarantine, you know, because right, you know, you know, and I said it's only justice if Rashawn got ten days, Rashawn Holmes King Center got ten days for stepping across the line literally to grab his wings. Lou should have got at least ten days for being up at Magic City to get his dinner. He should have probably got another extra couple of days to be in photograph, hanging out with old boy. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't be mad at that. Now, here's the other question I have for you, Jason. And I, I almost don't want to bring it up because I like the guy. You know what I'm saying? I see where this could be going. I like the guy. So I don't want to bring that energy. But um, well, why the hell ain't Zion getting 10 days? I know it's agreed. I know it's, I know it's the whole, oh, because it was excused to get four days. Well, if you gave Lou... 10 days, Zion should be getting 10 days. Well, Lou getting punished in part because it was like, you said you had something to go take care of and, and you were at Magic City. And like, unless <laughs> yeah, your family- He had something unless, to go take care of. <laughs> unless your emergency was at Magic City. It could have been. Just, that's the, and, plus, and plus, that's the optics too. You can't, you, you can't yeah, give him yeah, four yeah. days when he was at the strip club. And Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, you know, yeah, but I get know. it. I get it. I'm just saying, man, Zion is Teflon right now, man. They do whatever they can. They, they, they literally doing whatever they can to get Zion their opening night. Yeah. They're like, oh, you back? Cool. You don't even need the test. You don't even need to practice. Get up in there. <laughs> <laughs> you good. But you what Lou has also done too is he's also sparked a very, I didn't even realize it was much of a debate, but about the quality of food at strip clubs. 
or some people call them gentlemen's establishments. Yeah. And I can vouch for there's some very damn good wings at strip clubs. I mean, I've, 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 I, at one point in my life, I scoffed at the notion people would actually go to a strip club and eat. I'd be like, are you kidding me? You ain't eating no food. <laughs> Until I was in Houston and I had these wings and I was like, my God, these are awesome. Yeah, I had the same experience in Atlanta at a certain spot, you know, or went there, heard about the faint their wings, and I was like, "Oh, these are great," you know. And I sat there and ate my wings and enjoyed some entertainment before I, you know, called it a night. But you know, it, yeah, it, it's just it was just funny reading people who were saying there is no way Lou went to there to get some wings. I'm like, no, I actually I, believe he yeah. could have. Yeah, I know. There's a whole subset of people who really do that. Yeah, I know people who have told me that, you know, there's certain cities, like I think someone told me there's a spot in Detroit that has the best crab legs in town. Oh, wow. Now, I, I want to try some crab legs. So guys that go there on their lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> go there, get lunch. Yeah, and it, it's, it's not an uncommon thing. You know, and I've yeah. had some great meals at strip clubs. I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, that, I've had some outstanding meals. I'm like, wow, y'all really put in work. I haven't, um, but I haven't been to the strip club a lot, right? Like I've ate, I've eaten at a strip club. I think I had some wings or something like that. And it was cool. Like it was great. It wasn't like, Oh, I got to come back and get these, but they weren't garbage. You know what I'm saying? But I just in general, haven't been to the strip club a lot. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to partake in the food too much. So I feel like I might have to do some research. Yeah. You, yeah, definitely. You know, <laughs> it requires extensive I'm about research. to go out on assignment. <laughs> yeah. Let the wifey know like, Hey, yeah, this, this I'm working is not, honey. I'm working. This is, I get no pleasure out of being there. This is work. <laughs> I'm you working. Know. Yeah, you know, when I And was, don't none of you Jack Carlos out here go clip this uh cuz you don't listen to the podcast. So don't go clip this little 30 seconds and then go tag her you little Jack Carlo Mo Bombas out there. Get yeah, well, the I see I have to go undercover on my, you know, be like, "Hey, I'm not ever going to announce that I'm there just, you know, like the, you know, secret <laughs> Got taste the glasses tester." In the nose. Yeah, secret taste tester. Then at the end of the week, I have sampled wings at these five <laughs> establishments, and I'm going to rank them. Yeah, and it, it, you know, but yeah, it's. It, it, I was unaware that people didn't know people ate food at the strip club. Like you get a, get legit get a good meal, you know. Like usually the wings are always on point though, most of them places. You know, shout out to Lou Will and his and his and his wings. You know, someone was like, well, you know, he endangered the the bubble by going there. I'm like, well, I guess. Yeah, but somebody was, they were really on my head. They thought I was making too much light of the situation because Lou could have hypothetically gone to Magic City, contracted the virus, and then come back to the bubble and spread it. But here's the thing, too. You don't, I, uh, I, I do get say, that, though. I, I heard I that, but that. I do get that, but I also heard this on a baseball pot, uh, broadcast uh, earlier in the week. They kind of, much the fact that we have to get, uh, to a point where because someone contracted the virus doesn't mean they did something quote wrong mm, right you know you so, know you know well you know Harrison Barnes has the virus well what did he do it's like well he lived <laughs> he <laughs> that's what he air. that's what he did you know yeah. and I think that right now we have this stigma that just because someone caught it they did something wrong so not I'm not saying that Lou should have been up in there but I'm just saying that don't assume that if someone caught it, it's because Lou Will went to Magic City 
and brought it back to everybody. And right now, Lou ain't going to be around nobody for about a, a little more than a week. <laughs> I believe they said it'll cost him two of the seeding games. I don't think the Kings are, I mean, the Clippers are really too concerned about their yeah, seeding. I don't think they give a damn at all. Yeah, because you got to think about this too. There's no home court advantage in Orlando. Mm-mm. So you're really playing for a favorable matchup. Right. And they're five and a half behind the Lakers. So they would have to, you know, make up a considerable amount of space in in eight games to try to pass the Lakers. And I don't think that really I don't think the Clippers care that much about passing anyone. It's about, you know, right now they'd play Dallas in the first round. And I think so, they would steamroll Dallas. They've done it numerous times during the season. Oh yeah. And away. I think their biggest thing um is really just stay two or don't fall to four. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially, like we said, no home court advantage. So really don't matter like, oh, second round, we don't have home court advantage. We're the three seed. Like, who cares? They just don't want to go to four. You know what I mean? And they'll do whatever they have to do, um, you know, to make sure they stay in that two or three seed. And I think the the Clippers, is as weird as it is because they've never won a damn thing, um, they literally have just been playing for the playoffs. And their mascot wears knee pads. Uh, their out. mascot is creepy. It's real creepy. I, I, I don't know. Steve Ballmer seems to be very smart, um, makes these big money moves. He's going to do wonders with that new arena that they're building. But I, I don't know what he was thinking with that, with that mascot. I have Chuck no idea. The condor. Yeah, and if you ever want to get a good laugh, y'all, go look up Vince Staples whole thread <laughs> the night that they unveiled this the chuck the condor and and i called him a pigeon at first and made people mad i was like I, what the hell is this bird here for and how they go come on man people get too mad over why how you getting mad about that oh what yeah the hell what are you getting mad about because the guy called it a pigeon i have a knack for making people mad at times so man <laughs> Doesn't serve me, you know. But if you, I'm serious, y- y- y'all get bored, go 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 to Vince Staples, Long Beach's own Vince Staples, of course, you know. And he's a big Clipper fan, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in Southern California, we call those people weirdos. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. We do, we do. It's like, how did you grow up and then decide I want to be roll with them? Like, have you ever heard the Clipper Daryl story? I wrote a story about it. He I said did. literally, it was <laughs> it was like the way he had lost his job. He had a horrible day, and he's like, wow. My day sucks, and this team sucks. <laughs> and We're going to do this together. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we can struggle together. So the joke is always like, damn, how did you – anybody from Southern California ask who the Clipper fan? You literally ask them, like, how did this happen? Like, why? And it's usually something like, I, you know, I, 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 I hate it. I hate the Lakers, or I hate their fans, or, you know, then you – and then you have maybe something like, well, I didn't like the Warriors, and I thought the Clippers were going to beat the Warriors. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, the Clippers tricked that off. <laughs> you know, they, that was all their fault. You know, they still haven't got the second round, so it'll be interesting to see what they actually do because, the, you know, at some point the Clippers can be the Clippers. So yeah, you know, we'll see. We will see, and we're getting closer and closer to the restart. So can't wait to see Almost. that. Jason, we had said today that we were going to have a shorter uh, show. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. about 30 minutes in at this point. We can't get out of here without what the people have been asking for, what the people need. A new episode of Jones on the Road. Oh, yeah. What we got got this week for Jones on the Road? Uh, We we thought about Chicago, but in New Orleans. Uh, shout out, shout out, Rob. What up, Rob? Man, what's good? Well, New Orleans, maybe. See, a lot of my New Orleans stories have nothing to do with work. 
per se. It just I was in do New Orleans. Do any of these stories have anything to do with well, work? Is that why well, we're in here? Some, in no. some cases, I was actually <laughs> working and then the fun oh, began. Oh, I get but, you. I but, get you. I yeah, get but in you. honor of uh, the legend Lou Will, you know, and if you don't if you don't know, Lou been a legend for a long time. You know, oh, do man. your research. Legend in two games, like Pee Wee Kirkland. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And he, I do mean two. Yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. And if you Lou. ain't yeah, if you ain't aware, you know, actually I made one of my friends with a Clipper fan mag. I'm like, I called him the legend. She's like, Oh, you got jokes. I'm like, I get it. You're not used to saying people saying nice things about Clippers. I get it. <laughs> but Lou Will is truly a legend. Like I said, do your research if you don't know. But in honor yeah. of Lou, I'm gonna tell one of my weirder gentlemen's club experiences when I was in Las Vegas during summer league at one point. Mm. Oh, Are we uh, gonna give out the name of the establishment? I don't remember the name. Oh, I, I honestly don't remember the name, you know. Well, and not for that yeah, reason, because I, yeah, you're right. I don't remember yeah. the names of any ones that I've been. Yeah, to, you know. Yeah, season. I mean, if, if you've been to enough of them, you know, you, you they've kind of run together. But essentially, here's what happened: I was being washed. I was being lazy. It was a Friday night, and I was gonna go to my go to the room and just chill. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I get a phone call for some colleagues who were like, "Hey." We're going to blah, blah, wherever we were going. We're going to come pick you up. I'm like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go. I, I just, I don't want to go. I'm tired. They're like, come on, man. You want to hung out? I'm like, all right, I'll go. So they had somehow gotten to one of those little van deals, those little stretched oh, SUVs. Yeah, the Sprinter joints. Yeah, yeah. So they, I hop in there with them. Wherever the places we're going, we're going. And so they tell the, the, the cover and so they said it's a two drink minimum. And I'm like, I'm going to get my two drinks. And I'm not getting any dances. No, no, I'm like, I just want my two drinks. So I sit down. Young lady, believe her name was Brooklyn, begins talking to me about, you know, did I, did I want to go to the private room for a private dance? And yeah. I'm bored. And I'm like, well, how much would this dance cost me? She goes, oh, about $300. I said, I'm a, and I said, I'm going to tell you this right now. For $300, you leave here with me and we go together to like next Tuesday. You're like, no, no, no. $300? I said, ma'am, I just want to drink my two drinks. That boy was in them high rollers. You was in Mayweather's Gentleman's Club. My goodness, $300. I was like, what you going? I'm like, I don't, I'm like, no, I'm cool. So, so the guys I'm there with, you know, and I'll just say this, they were sports writers. Okay. And it reminded me why I hardly ever hung out with sports writers. (laughs) So they decide they want to leave. What? What? The and are, I, have we gotten the drinks yet? I, I don't. I was still on my first drink. I'm like, I ain't leaving until I get my second drink. Oh yeah, hell no. And you know they left me. <laughs> I didn't even know they had left. They just left. <laughs> oh man. They left me sitting there waiting on my second drink, and then I get a text. Hey man, I'm sorry. The group was moving, and I got outvoted. I said, did no one even bother to ask me? Damn. So they Yo, that's me. cold game. Yeah, that was cold. I, I mean, and, what and happened? I, what happened after? Did we see those guys again that 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 week or what? <laughs> what happened after? Oh, I oh I saw them later, and apparently their night didn't get any better because they ended up hitting the ATM multiple times and people getting people broke and you know <laughs> somebody apparently fell in love. Oh, oh I, no, I laughed. I laughed. I'm like I'm like you know and that's what you get for leaving me. Because all I want to do is finish my drink. So that's why I can st- I can say I get why Lou Will might have just wanted his his wing. Because I've had great food at the, at the establishments. And I was like, this is actually a good, strong drink. It ain't a typical strip club drink where, you, you know, it's like all water. 
with a you know with a you know a splash of a splash of liquor. So yeah. I was like I was having a good time just sitting there, ha- you know, having conversation about regular stuff. Yeah, uh, it it really does have like. I know people think that we'd be joking and like guys in general be joking when we say that or whatever, but there are times when you go in there and it's just like a chill ass time. Like it's not, you know, this, this super, uh, can we say horny on the air? I'll say I, we, anyway. we, we've said worse shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you're just this horny ass time up in there. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. And even with any of the entertainers, like they may come and talk to you and their their ulterior motive may initially be like to get that $300 out of you, but you get to talking for a little bit. You guys have like good conversation and like just be vibing and she'll be like, oh, okay, I, I got to go in the back. got to go on stage in a little bit, but you have a good time. Talk to you later. All right. Talk I'll be to like, you later. Yeah. like yeah. it's cool. Like it's a cool ass time. So Lou Will. Jason Jones, like I can see both of you guys just really vibing out because it's happened before. And the thing is, the strip club culture is a big part of NBA travel life. Just in case people are under a rock and didn't realize that, you know, you're traveling a lot. You, you know, my first, one of my first experiences with that was realizing when I think I was covering, you know, early in the league, and I saw a team was headed to Atlanta on their next trip. You know, because you know you bounce around between different locker rooms, or whatever. And these dudes is like, hold up, you got shows ready. I'm like, man, this man got a got a got a stack ready for. It. They get off the plane like, yeah, go to the hotel, off, you know, and and now you understand why some teams have had very shitty games in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the yeah, it's city flu. Yeah, you know, the Atlanta Hawks just have a hell of a home court advantage, and I've seen some Kings play some sorry games in Atlanta. I'm like, I know what y'all did. I mean, some. I mean, I've sat there watched them. Act like Kyle Corver's not Kyle Corver and not defend him the entire game. I'm like, the man didn't hit like seven threes, y'all. Y'all know what he's out there to do. They was they was uh their mind was still on diamond. <laughs> They're still thinking about diamond. They had that flu, you know. You, you catch the flu in Miami, you catch the flu in, you know, in Atlanta sometimes. And like I said, the social media thing didn't mess it all up. It used to be kind of like a known culture of the road, mm-hmm. but people didn't talk about it. And then now the you know the, the the dancers they got they got Instagram they up there oh, oh yeah, girl out there they posting oh oh y'all the Lakers didn't walk in here come this team here come that team it's like man maybe a man just wanted some wings now now he got to have a have a phone call later on possibly so let me let me ask you this Jason um, real quick before we you know wrap it up in a little bit and 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 like I said not trying to go Harlow not trying to go Bombo but. People always talk about Miami and Atlanta when they talk about the flus and the magic cities and things of that nature. Where else is there? Houston is also another one. I'm a yeah, Houston, yeah, definitely. Because Houston, Houston is in there. definitely some of the best ones I had were were in Houston. Yeah. Where Where is the other place that you might get a flu? Like uh, that, like that particular flu. Toronto. Hmm. Toronto. I've heard no, great no, things about Toronto. No doubt. Uh, true story. I was once in Toronto, you know, on a late night with with a uh, with a player hanging out, and I'm like, y'all got an early game. He's like, it's all good, you know. Man went out there and did his. <laughs> he went out there still did his thing, you know. Yeah. They're also vampires too. They can do that. Like they 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 wild like that. They can be out till four. Wake up at ten and be good. Yeah, they like all I need is my nap. And, and that, also in Toronto, that was the first time I saw a man order a glass of milk at a strip club. Okay, I was like, 
Okay. okay. I, I was just like, <laughs> did he really just order a glass of milk? And and I was like, oh my, he ordered a glass of milk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, some of the random things you see on the road. That's like, that, that's, like that's like a like a you know a bonus track from the road story. The man who ordered milk. I'm like that. That is. I don't know what to make of that, but I was like, that's interesting. I'm like, that kind of reminds uh, reminds me of like when me and the homies was going out and I think we we're in Hollywood or something like that, went to Denny's or whatever. And, uh, you know, we was just being goofy or whatever the case may be. There was a group of girls at another uh, table and my man kind of, you know, had, a, had, a, had his eye on one of them. And we sent over a bottle over to their table, a bottle of orange juice. <laughs> oh, wow. bottles on us bottles on us and it, it was one of them icebreakers and he got the number whatever the case may be but yeah I, I mean maybe next time I mean, maybe when I'm doing my research you know I can uh, offer a glass of milk to, to one of the workers at the establishment so, yeah, I doubt they, they, they ain't trying to get no milk you know, but <laughs> yeah that, that'd be a good thing like you know hey what do people order here to drink you know you get Snapple like, what do you want yeah well, yeah. on top of that, I so like I said, maybe it's different in the South and all this other stuff. But um, I thought they didn't have alcohol at the at the at the strip clubs. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. Is it a California do, thing where do, they don't have I, alcohol I, at I, strip clubs? Uh, I've gotten alcohol at a strip club in California. Huh. I think the, I think the, I think the, the the rule it depends on like there's like rules depending on like if it's topless you can't I, I forget how it goes I mean clearly I don't go very often I don't know all the rules but <laughs> you know but I you know but I was told yeah if you're gonna go you know if, if I'm gonna waste my strip club coin I'm gonna go I'm gonna go somewhere like Atlanta or Miami I ain't gonna go in California yeah. you know yeah. but I haven't been to one in a minute anyway so. You know, but you know, maybe maybe if, if if there's a spot somewhere that has some good wings in honor of Lou Williams, I will go get you know order some wings and just leave. Once but again, I, I, I'm also surprised some of them are even open. I'm like, ain't yeah, they, I'm not they, going to the strip club right now. I'm like, they're an essential <laughs> I'm business. <not>. I, I <laughs> guess the thing is, like somebody like you know, the restaurant part would be essential. Yeah, I don't even know if the restaurants should be open. Like in general, not just theirs, but. In general, so you don't you don't think they got patio seating in Magic City? Uh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. <laughs> that's like the uh, the Westbrook, the Russell Westbrook gift where you go, ah, that's interesting. Yes, <laughs> patios, patio eating, dining, and stripping at Magic City. That's that's very interesting. So. That would that, like I said, I think this requires a deeper dive. I think I'm gonna need to go down there. And- like I said, man, I'm 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 willing I'm willing to do what it has to do because I'm a professional. You know I want to get to the I'm a hard hitting professional. And if I got to go on assignment, then that's just what I got to do. And like you said, I'm not just going to take, you know, I'm not going to condemn Lil Williams. I'm going to go for myself and then write a first person account. You know, for a running diary. Yeah. Yeah. Day one. No, I still didn't understand what the point was. So we're day five. And I'm, here, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. You for know, extensive research, they said you need 30 days of uh, yeah. analysis there's, to break it down. Like, so. I, just try, I just couldn't imagine trying to turn that expense report in and be like, okay, uh, I don't understand, you know, 12 days in a row. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't get to the bottom of the story. I'm trying to meet with this one source there. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah, Lou Will, so, yeah, the, the, the strip here club on culture, the, the food culture, yeah. Here on J Street Vibes, it turned into strip club vibes here. So we spent about 15 minutes breaking down strip club culture. And let me but tell it's Lou, you. Lou's fault. It's Lou's fault. It, it, is, fault. it is Lou's fault. And let me tell you this. 
it probably won't be the last time that we <laughs> we break it down because that's just what happens in the NBA. Somebody going to do something else that involves chicken wings or a strip club, and we're going to talk about it again. We've right? had two chicken wing incidents, in, you know, <laughs> in, in, in two cases, the bubble, leaving the bubble or violation of some kind involved wings. Well, I'm assuming <laughs> that Lou got wings at Magic City. I don't know. I don't know Lou, you know. I think I think he's a killer on the court. Well, like he's got left. his own damn uh, meal on the menu. You know, but he may not have wanted his own stuff. He might not have won the Lou Will Wings. You know, but <laughs> you know, but you know, say like I said, he's been he's been a legend for a long time. He was a legend way before this. You know, yeah, and yeah. ask somebody. His you know the legend only grows. You know, I mean they're not dropping his name in rap songs because he's not a legend. Right. The other moral of this story is, Jason, if you and you and I ever go to the strip club, I won't leave you, bro. I won't leave you. Thank you. We're gonna, we're gonna you. go in together. We're gonna come out of there together, bro. Yeah, that that was you. kind of I was kind of disheartened by that. I was like, they really left me. Like they really left me. I said, and that's why they're broke. Because I said, I hope I hope I hope the, the they got got for all their money got sold a bunch of dreams. I said, you gonna leave me? You gonna leave me? All because I wanted my second drink. Because I believe in getting the you know, bang for my buck. Definitely I wanted, I wanted drink. my second drink. 100%. I'm like, I want my Crown and Coke or whatever I was drinking that night, Jack <laughs> and Coke or whatever it was. I was just chilling, and they yeah. were like, they were like, this ain't no fun. We leave, and I'm like, I'm having a great time. It's, music was good. I was chilling. Yeah, speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I ha- I haven't gone out with those guys ever again. Point. And like I wouldn't. That. I wouldn't. They're 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 done on my list. Done so. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's really all that's going on here. There's not even a lot going on in pop culture right now. It was a quiet weekend besides the Lou Will stuff. So, um, yeah. Kings play tonight. We are expecting, um, you know, maybe Rashawn Holmes, De'Aaron, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Is De'Aaron going to play again? De'Aaron's supposed to play. Yeah. I, right. I mean, I saw the clips of Harrison in practice, you know, and all the guys, him and Buddy were the only two to able to, you know, clear protocol and essentially jump right in. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, there's going to be so I expect to see I'd be surprised if we don't see some of Harrison Barnes tomorrow. And then once it's time to go, Harris is good to go. You know, and that that, that's huge. just crazy. That would be he huge. kept kept testing positive and hadn't, you know, didn't have any symptoms. Mm. That's crazy. It's a crazy, it's a crazy little disease, man. Virus, whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, good to see him doing well, though, man. He's one of my favorite guys I've dealt with in the league. Real smart guy, you know. He's a real great, one. yeah, great conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm good to see him. I'm, I'm glad all those guys have cleared that, you know, that hurdle, mm-hmm. and now they can worry about, you know, basketball. They seem to be keeping things safe inside the bubble. So, yeah, here's the food's improving too, so that helps. Oh, that's good. I want to give a shout out to you, Jason. You was out there. Uh, you know, fighting a good fight in the national media on that NBA TV, letting them know that, hey, Kings is out here, man. Come on now. We out yeah, here. You know, I, t- I, I, I saw off, you. I took off my Silky Johnson hat, you know, had to, you know, <laughs> give them give them some real, you know, give people some real. Because, I mean, the fact is when it comes to, um, when it comes to, you know, just the, uh, the Kings outside of, like, you know, Northern California, folks don't know this team. Right. I mean, they don't know them. I mean, they they'll be like, you know, there are people who don't even realize Marvin's not playing probably because they don't don't pay attention to the Kings. Come on, guys. You know, so I no, and so (laughs) I it's there's people. I mean, and if you saw the Kings in December or January, you probably figured, what the hell are they even doing here? Like, how did this even happen? 
So I think they, you know, they're the Kings have earned the right to uh, to be there. And my thing is when I do, especially national things, I just try to give people an idea who these guys are. Like I said, they got a bunch of fearless guys on this team who don't give a damn. They're not afraid of the moment, but they just you know they haven't been in the moments, the bigger moments yet. So they need to get a chance to experience that and grow. But I don't doubt, you know, their their fight. I mean, if they if they didn't quit when they were at 15 and 29 and just looking like, OK, let's just go ahead and get this thing, you know, over with. Because at that point, you lost 15 of 18, six in a row. You just Ooh, looking you got dreadful. smacked up by Detroit. You let you let you let Reggie Jackson get out of you know get out of his sick bed so to speak ain't played since October get an easy you know, easy little double digit scoring night Christian Wood yeah. getting his you know he's taking your lunch it, it was just bad these dudes are tough man these dudes are tough they're mentally tough will that uh, equate into them um, going to the playoffs or you know a certain record in the bubble I don't know but I know one thing like you just mentioned like these dudes is tough. They're tough physically, they're tough mentally, and they're, they're going to come to compete. I, I'm very confident in that. Yeah, they, I think I, I don't worry about that with them at all. And I think it's going to be a they're going to fight. You know, they're going to fight. And everyone just thinks the team is De'Aaron Fox. They just don't know. I mean, you know, if, if you've got your NBA league pass, especially if you're on the East Coast, are you really staying up till 10 to watch the Kings play? I don't know. Just, the, I don't know. The Suns. Yeah, you're not staying up for that. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, so I mean, it's all good. You know, I I I do my part. You know, I'll do what I I do what I do. And 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 I keep saying, as a Kings fan, and we see all the slights and everything like that. The only way you change that is by winning basketball games. It's as simple as that. You can't exactly. cry about it. You can't you know, no, they're not you know showing us love or whatever. Over the last decade, you haven't given anybody a reason to show you love. You want to change the narrative. You win basketball. Games. Yeah, no so one gives that? a damn that your feelings are hurt because they figure, why does it matter? You ain't going to be there anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So, but there's yeah. one thing before we go that uh, we can at least uh, hint at before we go. People talking mm-hmm. about the next verses. And there's people who are under the age of 30 who act like Usher ain't Usher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, yeah. oh, Chris Brown would destroy him. I'm like, uh, uh, do do your research. Usher owned an era. Usher was, uh, yeah. Usher is the king. Is the king. Of R&B, he is the greatest R&B singer of all time, in my opinion. And this was somebody who, you know, I gave that title to R. Kelly, you know, before it just got really crazy. And I was like, got to distance myself from this guy. He is completely removed from any conversation like that. And it's Usher. Usher has a song. So I got Sirius XM. They got the um, the hotness, 35 top songs um, in the nation or whatever they want to call it and usher had two songs in the top 10 not long ago like a month or two ago he had his own song with um lma don't waste my time and he had he was on a song with summer walker uh come through those are like two top 10 songs usher debuted in like 1995 (laughs) we're in 2020 And Usher debuted in like 95, 96 and has given you endless, not only singles, but albums. He's probably got about three or four great albums. And and, and Chris Brown is somebody that I wasn't the biggest fan of for a long time. 
I put respect on that man's name right now. He is definitely on the Mount Rushmore. He's one of the greatest ever. And maybe he ends up having a run like Usher where 20 years from now, he's still on somebody's track. I don't know. He has the ability. But no, Usher's the greatest and, and, and singer. And Chris of all has time. been around for a while too. When you think about yes, it, he's, he's yes. been around but for a minute. He's probably been about almost but, twenty years. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, people are acting like Usher ain't Usher, and like let's let's chill. I hope it happens. You know, who knows? Who knows? What that would be these. a huge. That would be a that be a hell of a versus, though. I yeah, will that say that. that Chris that Brown is the only one that can match up with Usher, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't Chris, throw nobody. Yeah. You can't throw Tyrese or. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I ain't a diss. What do you, you want from me? You can't throw Trey songs at Usher. You no, can't no, use no. Jaheem. You know, it's, no, it's gotta, Jaheem. Jaheem it's can't got, go against uh, goddamn RL. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Jaheem, no. Stick to the waterfalls you're used to, Jaheem. Don't, don't even think about Usher. Yeah, so yeah, so that's that can be my parting uh, shot. You know, you, you know, I and I and I've seen Chris Brown in concert. It's a great show. Great show. Usher is Usher. Great show. Usher, you yeah. know. Y'all gonna, you know, that man gave us confessions. He gave us the come whole on, 80, 8701 album, you know. Come on, man. Talk to him, man. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. I'd love to see it, though. So we'll, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see mm-hmm. how it goes down. And we'll, and we'll see what happens with the Kings this week, you know. Yes, indeed. Jay, if they want to hear more, if they want to read more, where can they find you? Theathletic.com. You can find me on Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones, where I'm probably tweeting something that's going to offend someone that hey that's the world we live in and mr jones lbc on instagram if you'd like to see my random pictures of random things yeah yeah um at imk diddy both on twitter and on instagram uh shout out to the be heard platform big ups to them shout out to our man damian barling shout out to our producer big rob we see you man and uh as of right now we're gonna go behind the curtain a little bit as of right now we don't know what happened. If you guys split the season opening series with the Giants, that's embarrassing for you guys. And you guys could be on the verge of winning only 35 games. Okay. Because the Giants yeah. aren't that very okay. good. They're not very good. Okay. They're not someone, very good. There's someone, no reason you should be splitting with the Giants. Someone's been in Grandpa's cough syrup. <laughs> no, I'm talking about overreaction. Oh, my God. They're two and two after four games. Oh my God! Yeah, thirty-five wins is on deck if you guys split with the Giants. Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. Deck. Well, fortunately for for me and everyone else in baseball, this year it's like it's like basketball. Sixteen <laughs> teams make the playoffs, so it's right. got to get in. It's yeah, got to get crazy. in. Let's get in, and that's I true. like my chances with, with the Dodgers. So, all right, all right, we will see. We will be back later in the week, and we are that much closer to July 31st, which is when, well, it starts on the 30th, but the Kings restart starts on the 31st. We're that much. We're under a week away. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it. Jay, be good, man. We'll we'll holler at y'all later in the week, man. It's Kenny Caraway. Jason Jones. All right. Peace.